Three of the absolute best. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 126. I'm Ed Hawkins, betting.betfair cricket correspondent. It's thrilling Thursday. Coming up, a fabulous three games to follow. Over to Sam Collins. Yes, indeed, Edward Hawkins cannot wait. White ball and red ball to get through. All on Thursday, the PSL eliminator, that's the Pakistan Super League, India versus Sri Lanka in a T20, and New Zealand versus South Africa in that second test. Let's say hello firstly to Paul Krishnamurti. Hi Sam, how are you? Very well, Paul. Great to hear your voice as always. And alongside you is Richard Mann of SportingLife.com. How are you, Richard? I'm very well, thank you, Sam. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, indeed. Right, come for analysis. Stay for the best bets, which are still in profit. These guys do win you money every week. Ed Hawkins, have I missed anything? Well, we'll also have a look at the PSL outright with the playoffs are underway. Can anybody stop the Malton Sultans? Indeed, beyond an orgy of self-congratulation, there is the big questions answered, the best cricket pod around. Who writes this stuff? Ed Hawkins, you do. Let's go. I do love to start with an outright price is subject to change, of course, but a good reference point. You might think, of course, it's the Pakistan Super League outright on the Betfair exchange. Multan Sultans have lost only once, are our 2.28 favourite. They may already be in the final by the time you listen to this. 2.84, the Lahore Kalanders, who they meet in the qualifier. 4.8, Peshwar Zalmi and Islamabad United are at 8.4. They need to win three in a row. Straight to Ed Hawkins for a stat attack. Stat attack indeed. 178 is your first innings average at the Gaddafi Stadium in Lahore in the 15 games that the PSL leg has been there for. Only four of those games saw both teams make 170 or more. It's a complete reverse from Karachi leg here because we've got a disappearance of the toss bias. Ten have been won by the team batting first where of course we had the bias for the chaser. So we've been learning a whole new ball game, if you like. Right. Paul Krishnamurti, what has the Pakistan Super League been like for you? Disappointing, to be honest. Um, You know, this has been a really profitable tournament for me in the past, but I'm about level at the moment. Um, The toss bias turned out completely wrong. Really hasn't paid off at all. And even the runs, you know, I've had some good wins on the extremes, but... Generally, I prefer more really extreme outcomes. We've seen have had a lot of scores in the 175 to 190 range. So could be better, but it's been OK. OK, Richard Mann, are Moulton Sultans unstoppable? Um, and anything else you've spotted that we should be aware of? I, th- I think they probably are unstoppable. I mean, they, they just, they've just been outstanding, haven't they? they? They look pretty much the perfect T20 franchise side. Um, bowling brilliant, batting brilliant, middle order brilliant. Um, they're going to be very, very hard to beat. Now, I'm interested to, to get Ed and Paul's view actually here because I, I put them up at four to one at the start, and I'm sure there's lots of people on four to one. And you can go on the exchange now and lay that back at two point four. Now, ordinarily, I think it's a no-brainer. You'd be laying it back, have a free bet, or maybe even locking a profit. 
but they look so much the best here that do you just let it run? I'm, I'm kind of toying with it myself. I'm interested to hear Paul's view. I mean, he would do more trading than I do and, and Ed as well. I mean, are you just giving some of your winnings back here? Are, are, are they unbeatable? I don't think they're unbeatable. I don't think anyone's unbeatable in a T20 eliminator at this stage. You know, they're all capable size. There could be a toss bias. But at the same time, 2.4 is pretty big, given what you're saying, which is absolutely correct. They look pretty much the perfect side. I'd, I'd maybe run this leg. I'd run the semi-final, because you're going to get another chance anyway if they lose. And then if they get to the final, what are they going to be? 1.75 best. That That's where I'd lay back, I think. Okay. I mean, I think I think I just let it run, Rich. Um, and I wouldn't have said that at the start of the tournament because I'm just looking now uh, at the sides they're going to have to beat if they do get to the final. Um, and there's not a lot there. I mean, Lahore have obviously lost Rashid Khan, so no, they are not the side they were. Zalmi have had a, a player dra- drain, losing Liam Livingston, Shafane Rutherford. Uh, and Islamabad United, well, I mean, they're not going to trouble them at all if they have to play them because they've they've lost half their team. So I think um, I think you've got to find a very, very good reason to uh, trade out of a bet, and I don't really see one with Maltan here. OK, lovely stuff. Let's start with the Pakistan Super League then. The first eliminator takes place on Thursday, 2.30pm in the UK, live on Sky Sports. Islamabad United versus Peshawar. Zalmi, loser goes home, of course. Zalmi expected to be marginal favourites because, Ed Hawkins tells us, United are a bit of a mess. Yeah, they're unrecognisable. There's no Alex Hales, no uh, Paul Sterling, and there's no Ramanul Gabaz. They've all left. Colin Munro is almost certainly out this game and doubtful to play again. Uh, he's got an injury. Hassan Ali has got an injury and is a certain uh, doubt as well. Shadab Khan is supposed to be coming back for this one after a spell out being injured, but we'll... C. How do they line up? They've got Will Jackson. Then he's going to open with Mubasir, we think. Shadab coming in at number three. Liam Dawson. Yeah, Liam Dawson at number four. Azam Khan. Danish Aziz. Azif Ali. Fahim Ashras. Wakas Wasim Jr. And Martian Delang. Zalmi, as I said earlier, no Liam Livingston or Rutherford. They are stronger than United. Harris, a superstar in the making. Incredible strike rate opening the batting with Hazratullah Zazai. Cameron Akbal at number three. Hyder Ali, Shoaib Malik, Hussein Talat, Ahmad Butt, Wahab Riaz, Usman Umar and Urshad Iqbal, Zami won the head-to-head. 400 runs scored in that one. We could see big runs batting first again. We've discussed the pitch already, Paul Krishnamurti. Do you agree with Ed here that Peshwa Zami are the bet? You have to fancy them. Um, I mean, Islamabad have just been, their top order's just been absolutely decimated, hasn't it? You know, They have got an absolutely brilliant middle order that could hit anything, but they've done nothing since Hale and Sterling left. Now, going into this, the form guys, this is Islamabad have lost three in a row. Zalmi have won four in a row. And the, those those team selection issues are much, much worse for Islamabad. I mean, I, I'd look at that, that Zalmi side, and that's a side capable of scoring very big runs. You know, they bat deep, very good middle order. Can't really see Islamabad doing that. Okay, Richard Mann, your views, please. 
Yeah, well, well, Paul's highlighted it there. I was just going to talk about momentum and, and the recent fortunes of both sides. Islamabad look up against it. You've got to feel for people who, who backed Islamabad at the start of the tournament, you know. They'll have been looking at the list and Hales and Gerbaz and they would have right, rightly been excited. Um, unfortunately, it's not worked out for them and I, I, I can't see them winning this match. I think Zalmi are the correct favourites. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, the trend to continue for big runs in the first innings, do you think? How are we going to bet there? Well, once again, only if Zalmi bet first. I wouldn't back his bet to get any sort of big total at the moment at all. Um, I'm a little bit wary because the pit scores have come down in the last few day, games a little bit, as they tend to do in tournaments. But there's always that dilemma that very often in the, these big franchise tournaments, they save fresh, fresh pitches for the semi-finals and finals. So I'd, I'd probably give it an over before playing, to be honest with you. If the ball's coming on, down your back first, then yeah, by all means, go one, go over 180. Don't touch it with the lemon, man. Okay, fantastic. Ed Hawkins, you've rumour is you've got some names and numbers for us. Yeah, as ever. Price is not available yet, but Fahim Ashraf likely to, big, to be big in the 20 to 1 region for top a batsman for Islamabad might not have uh, much to beat. There could be value all over the shop on batting order only, not win rate. Shadab Khan, for example, we think he's going to bat three. Bookmakers may not agree. Azam Khan, I've seen six to one. They need to get him in as early as possible. I think that might be a bet. Uh, Mohamed Harris, who I mentioned for Zalmi earlier, a real find. Strike rate 190. Incredible. think you'll get 100 to 30 for this one. Uh, won't need to bat for long. Okay, uh, Richard Mann, who do you like? Well, you know me, Sam, I'm not one to blow my own trumpet, but I'm, I'm three man of the matches in the last three weeks now, so I think I'm going to stick with the man of the match market here. Two guys from the Zalmi lineup, I think that's the way to go. Wahab Riyaz had a really good tournament, um, he'd be number one pick, and then Shoaib Malik being brilliant again with the batter. I criticised him at the start of the tournament, said he couldn't back up last year's exploits, but he has. So those two guys would be for me in the man of the match market, split stakes. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, anything for you here? Well, I've, I've also got Shavid Malik written down as a must-bet man of the match. Completely agree with that. My alternative was Hussein Talat, who I think is having a good tournament, playing well, um, and will be a price. And on the Islamabad bowler front, Wakas Maksud generally get three to one hundred to thirty. Bowling well, bowls taking wickets, bowls to death. Okay, marvellous. Pakistan Super League done. Betting.betfair, of course, has every game previewed. There are free bet offers there too. Uh, India versus Sri Lanka in the T20 is next. And we've still got New Zealand versus South Africa. And of course, those best bets. India versus Sri Lanka, first T20 from Look Now, live on Sky Sports at 1.30 on, in the UK time. Starting on Thursday, three-game series. Second game is from Dharamasala on Saturday. India, 1.23 on Betfair Exchange with early money. And Sri Lanka at 4.7. Here is Hawkins with a lowdown. India getting very, very close to full strength here. Uh, Rohit and Ishan opening... The batting Kohli at number three. There's your weakness. Samson, Sky Yadav, Venkateshire, Ravijad Jaja is back. Harshal Patel, Bhuv Kumar, Yus Jahal and Bumrah is back. Sri Lanka coming off the back of that series defeat in 
Australia. They pinched a game, though. Nisanka Kusal Asalanka, Chandamal Shanaka, Karen Aratni, Hasaranga, Chamira, Thikshana, Jayawikarama, and Lahiro. There's no Thashara, Avishka, or Ramesh Mendes from that Australia series, and there's still no Rajapaksa. Look now, don't look now, it's not an IPL venue. 14 men's matches played there, more than 160 in seven first innings. Nine have been won by the side batting first, and an average run rate of 7.3. Okay, thank you, Hawkins. Let's start with Richard Mann. Sri Lanka managed to win in their final game in Australia. They did trouble the home batsman. What happens here? Yeah, credit to them as well. I, th- I think I think they showed up well, didn't it, towards the back end of that series. But I just think here, India again, as Australia did, I think they just have too many guns for Sri Lanka. And right, India getting close to full strength and getting close to peaking, actually. I was quite impressed with them against the West Indies. I think they're bubbling, lo- bubbling along nicely under Rohit Sharma's captaincy. I think they'll just be too strong for Sri Lanka. A good side, a developing side, um, but India are that little bit too strong. Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, a bit of a mismatch. So, how do we play the match odds? You may be surprised to learn that I think Sri Lanka are worth a trade here, actually. Um, I think they battled on very well in that series against Australia. They were much better in the World Cup. Um, India are in experimental mode at the moment. Wouldn't like to predict their lineup at all, the order, batting order. Um, we don't know anything about the pitch or the ground. There might be a massive, well, we know very little about it. Could be a toss by us. So, yeah, why not? Go in at 4.7 and hope the match gets close at some point. Okay. Um, Richard Mann, does it make you uncomfortable when we have such a short study period on a pitch like this? Yeah, great question, actually. Uh, and probably something Paul, who, who likes to trade runs lines as well, has really got to consider Someone like myself had been more into the man of the match and the top batsman and bowler markets. But still, if you're not 100% sure about conditions, it does make it tricky, particularly if you're playing at short odds. Um, Yeah, a little bit concerning. I mean, Sri Lanka did a lot of their damage with the ball in Australia through their paces, actually. They were were very impressive. But who knows, if, if this pitch spins and it doesn't offer any assistance to the seamers, things could change again. And someone like Hasaranga could be their key threat with the ball. So, yeah, it'd be fascinating to see how it plays out. And I think it'd be a, a movable feast all the time. Okay. Anything on run strategies here, Paul Krishnamurti? Well, I, I think uh, Mitch is right. Be very wary um, because of that short study period. You know, I haven't, I couldn't say anything really about it now. Um what I would say as a general trend is that India have been, for the last couple of years, their odds, the runs odds have been starting very, very high. You know, 185 plus, minute, 175 minimum. The selling has paid off quite a lot. You can often go under 160 at 1.35, 1.4. Perfectly possible it would be a slow pitch. Perfectly possible that Sri Lanka restricts them. Yeah, if I can just jump in there. Prime example actually would be uh, Friday's T20 that's just gone against the West Indies. I think after three overs, a line was 190 and, and I, I fell for the trap. Uh, uh, and they very nearly got there, but it, it needed a masterclass for Richard Pant to get them just far short. That top order just got them behind the eight ball. They got away with winning the match, of course, but yeah, be very careful with buying big. Okay, Hawkins, um, names and numbers on the tops markets, please. 
Yeah, Rohit for top India run scorer is five to two with sports, but at the moment expect that to be boosted to three to one. That may well be a bet. Yadav and Venkatesh are standing out there at sevens and fourteens respectively with Sportsbook. For Sri Lanka, this is a terrible price alert for you. Nine to two Hasaranga for top Sri Lanka bat. That's an awful price. He's been batting eight nines. Uh, one of the worst I've seen. Shanaka at nines, bats ahead of him though, so with one hand they taketh away, with the other they giveth. Casal is likely to open at 7-2. Hasaranga 5-2 for top bowlers, probably more like it, although keep your eyes on Chamira at 7-2. He's bowling at the death. Richard Mann, best of the rest, please. In agreement with Shanaka, just way overpriced, and I think Hasaranga, potentially in these conditions, uh, don't forget last uh, 2021, I forgot my years then. He had a brilliant uh, year, didn't he? I think he was a leading wicket taker in T20 cricket, joint with uh, Tabrish Shamsi from South Africa. So, Hasaranga will do for me in these conditions. Okay. What stands out for you, Paul Krishnamurti? I think the guys have already covered it. Ed's absolutely picked out the two bets for India Surya Kumar Yadav at sevens and Venkatesh I at 14s. And remember with Venkatesh I, he opens for KKR. So, He'll probably open somewhere as an experiment. Um, could well be a bet. And agree, absolutely. I tipped Shanika last week and he won in the wrong game. Let's stick with that. Uh, one other thing, it's not really my game. I never win when I put these up. But on the on the um, total run line, I thought four to five on um, Hassan Nisanka getting over 16.5 was pretty fair. He's been pretty solid for a while. Okay, lovely stuff. A tick for India versus Sri Lanka. Next up, we switch to the red ball with New Zealand versus South Africa in the second test. New Zealand versus South Africa starts Thursday night, 10pm UK time, live on Sky Sports. New Zealand thumped them in game one. Odds for you from the Betfair Exchange, 1.61 New Zealand, 6.8 the draw, 4.4 South Africa. Hawkins has a team and... Going to stick some keys in a pitch. And New Zealand is expected to be unchanged, and why not after the hammering they dished out? Latham, Young, Conway, Nichols, Mitchell, Blundell, De Grandhom, Jameson, Wagner, Southie, Henry. There is no Bolt or Kane Williamson, definitely out. There is no spinner in the squad, so that tells you a lot that uh, the pitch is going to do. Elgar, Hervé, Bavumi of top three for South Africa. I think they've got to put Pavuma up there and make them more solid. Van der Dussen, Hamza. Ryan Rickleton, we reckon, is going to come in for, well, the terribly out of form, Aidan Markram. Carl Varian, Janssen, Sturman or Nagidi, Olivier and Rabada. Rickleton, by the way, three tons in his last five innings in first-class cricket. It's the Hagley Oval again. South Africa continued the trend for visiting, visiting teams being blown away. They were bowled out for 95 in the first test. That last show we recorded, we speculated they'd do better because it was teams from Asia who had started that trend, but they have continued it. For goodness sake, bowl first at this one. OK. Um, Captain Dean Elgar said he couldn't get his head around South Africa's second heaviest defeat ever in that first test. Richard Mann. Can you explain it for us, please, on behalf of Rassie van der Dusten? 
And my bank manager is struggling to get his head around it as well. Uh, desperately poor first day for South Africa, and they were always behind the eight ball there. Rolled out, and then they dropped four catches when they had an opportunity to get back in the game. And that was it. The game was gone there. I think if you're a South Africa fan, and I'm still a believer, one thing I would say is they were 1-0 down against India at, what a couple of months back and came back to win that series. They are perennial slow starters. Um, so I wouldn't give up on them yet. But what I would say is, even with the absences, even with the retirements of Watlin and Taylor, New Zealand are just a super strong side and you just cannot underestimate them. Okay, Paul Krishnamati, do you keep faith with South Africa or avoid like a disease the UK government believes no longer exists? <laughs> I wouldn't be backing them. Um, I do think South Africa got a lot of potential, generally, across all formats, but as Rich was saying, I mean, it, they're, they're very hard to beat over there at home with New Zealand. That's a really real quality attack. Even without, even with those retirements and injuries, they're still put a quality lineup together. I think the betting is probably about right this time. In the first match, the draw was way too short, three to one. Now it's six to one. I don't think there's, unless the weather forecast is completely wrong, I don't think there's anything like a 40% chance of draw. Um, but I would be more inclined to be with New Zealand and if they drift to even money or better, get on that. Okay. Um, Richard Mann, you going low on first innings runs, perhaps? Probably not, no. I, actually, I, I retain a little bit of faith in South Africa. If you think back to that India series, lots of times the middle order bailed them out and the lower order guys like Janssen and Rabada got some handy runs. And, and New Zealand last week, their middle order fair play, uh, Nichols and Blundell, they made scores, didn't the big scores. So, so no, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a better surface this week. And, and I still think there's enough strength in those respective batting lineups to get runs. Hawkins, what have you got for us? Uh, big prize winners, hopefully. Risk of repeating myself, but Carl Jameson again at 33 is on a potentially difficult track is too big for me. Uh, I bet Richard Mann likes Will Young at 5-1 to one with Sportsbook. This is top Kiwi bat, of course. Matt Henry, who destroys South Africa in that first innings, is 130 for top wicket-taker for South Africa. Rickleton is 6-1 to one to top score. Janssen at 40s is a similar price to Jameson and similar reason to get with him. Paul Krishnamurti, who do you fancy or, or what else do you fancy? Well, on the uh, South Africa top back market, I think it's three cracking prices. Uh, you know, we definitely want to be looking at middle order here at prices because this could be one below score. Nine to one, Carl Varane is big when he was one of their best players, best batsmen in the last game. Uh, 40 to one, Marco Janssen is crazy. Crazy. He had a good season against India. Um, and he's a good player, Marco Yanton. He's worth looking at full stop. And I don't think he'll play, but 50 to 1 about Vian Mulder is completely wrong. And she should be 12, 14 to 1. Um, and on the man and match market, I like, um, again, I think you've got to go with bowlers. You've got to expect that there's a good chance someone's going to take 9, 10 wickets in the match. Tim Southie, 11 to 1, is very obvious. And 17 to 1 about Matt Henry repeating after winning the first one is that's a fair price. Okay, Richard Mann, are you tipping up Rassi here? I'm not, I'm not actually. Just quickly to jump on Paul's point, and, and I've only just thought of it, so I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Hen, Matt Henry's last test match 
against England at Edge Baston way back in the summer. I think he was man of the match there as well. So, um, and you could go with him and then you could go with maybe Rabada or Janssen on the other side, couldn't you, to, to make sure you've got a stab from each side. Um, I like Zabaya Hamza here. I've, I've flagged him up a lot on this podcast. I'm slightly concerned he's going to end up more of a one-day batsman. Still got an issue nicking off. England found that out a couple of years ago. But I think number five, number six in the order is a good fit for him. And if, if he can get some protection up top, he's a really talented player. He did actually top score in the first innings of the first test. He worked hard for, I think, 25 was enough to win in that one. But at six to one, I'd be tempted to stick with him. And, and Ed's right, Will Young, I, I think he's a really good player. And I think fives is just... Too big, really, when relative to the other guys up top of the order. So, so William and Hamza will do for me. Hey, that's all, folks, on New Zealand versus South Africa. Good luck to all. Which of those wagers makes it to the best bets? That is the question we will be answering after the break. Best bets time. We have scores, we have doors, and we have Husky Hawkins. Yeah, how are we doing on our best bets? Richard Mann is plus 3.25. He's going to go first this week. He's had three man of the match bets come up in a row. You'd be mad to miss him out. You'd be mad to miss out if he goes with another mom. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti is plus 0.1. It's still a plus, though. Uh, Richard Mann, you're first. Yeah, well, I've just spoke about him, so I'll kick off with Zabaya Hamza, top South Africa batsman in the first inning of the first test. Two units stake. Man of the match, South Africa, New Zealand. One unit, Tim Southie, 11 to 1. Half a unit, Matt Henry, 17 to 1. Half a unit, Marco Ganson, 20 to 1. And I will go um, the same as Hamza. One unit, uh, Will Young, top New Zealand first innings batsman in the first test. India v Sri Lanka. One unit, Surya Kumar Yadav, top batsman, top India batsman, 0.5, Benkatesh I out of 14s. And now I'm going to get on to my man of the matches. So sticking with the test match, I'm going to have half a unit on Kyle Jamieson and half a unit, unit on Casigo Rabado. I don't think you had either of those, did you, Paul? Okay, no, I've got neither of those players. On South, top South Africa run scorer, I'll have um, one unit on Carl Verain at 9-1, to one, and then a quarter of a unit each, Marco Ganson, BM Mulder, always at 50 I do like that strategy. Uh, the T20 between India and Sri Lanka, I'll have one unit on uh, Shanaka, top Sri Lanka batsman, if I may. And my final unit, um, back in the PSL, um, Zalmi versus Islamabad United. I'm going to split stakes, half a unit, Shoaib Malak and Wahab Riaz in the Man of the Match market. And that's Cricket Only Better, episode 126, done and dusted. Betting.betver has previews for every single game we've covered here, so check it out, and we'll see you for episode 127. <laughs> <laughs>